How can you meet a great lady without being creepy or inappropriate in the modern Me Too world? Opportunities in life to connect with that great lady might pass you by if you are too afraid to act or let the world know you are there or that you even exist. Being afraid to speak up will likely get you nowhere. Is there a balance that can be struck for well-intentioned guys, for guys with unrivaled integrity? I say yes, and that is central to our approach in the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book. The book shows you how to be bold, yet respectful. It shows you how to be playful, yet impeccably well-behaved throughout the entire process. We'll dig into what I mean right after a quick word from our sponsor. Hey guys, Ashley here. Are you having trouble meeting the right girl? Are you struggling due to lack of confidence, not knowing what to say, or not having a plan? Are you tired of being told to act confident around women without being told how? If so, I'd like to introduce you to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book from David Sharp. If you are afraid to approach women in public, this book is for you. If you aren't having success meeting women on dating websites or apps, this book is for you. If you're having trouble connecting with women on dates, this book is for you. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting has loads of modern, field-tested, and ready-to-use examples to help you confidently approach women and meet great women either in person or online. It also has practical, real-world advice to help you truly get the most out of the dating process. And it has thoughtful, practical advice for cultivating and sustaining your relationships for the long term. It's got it all, and you're going to love it. The book's website is gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. That's gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. You can go to gentlemansguidetoflirting.com and click the Buy Now button. Or just search for Gentleman's Guide to Flirting by David Sharp on Amazon.com or anywhere else you buy your favorite books or ebooks. And start changing your life now. Hello there. Welcome to episode 52 of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting podcast. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com and everywhere else you find your favorite books or ebooks worldwide. This week I need to clarify something about the book, and I suppose these podcasts as well. Judging from the feedback and reviews of the book so far, I don't have much feedback to go on for the podcast material, but for the book, it appears that a small percentage, a very small, small percentage of people, and it's both men and women, are missing a key point about the material. The book shows you how to be bold, yet respectful. Bold, yet respectful. The book shows you how to be playful, yet impeccably well-behaved throughout the entire process. Those are themes woven everywhere throughout the entire 300 pages of the book. Bold yet respectful. Not just bold and ballsy and rude and inappropriate and creepy. I am talking about primarily the conversation examples and templates in parts 2 and 3 of the book that people have misinterpreted. Just a very few. To be clear, the book isn't a book about aggressive ill-mannered or disrespectful pickup artistry, nor are these podcasts. They are the opposite and are far better. 
The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book does push the edges on the boldness side of the equation because, in my experience and in my opinion, that is what the times and problems in society call for. Now, not everyone is comfortable with that type of edge and energy, as you can see from a handful of the lower starred comments on Amazon.com for the book. Most of the reviews, as you can see for yourself, are accurate and are in the five-star range. Those couple critical reviews are okay. Cultural change and issues are complex, and that is what I'm striving for in the book. This is not a lightweight book. I swung for the fences. I think you'll find the book transformative and very much unlike the typical dating or relationship advice book you find on the market these days. Bold yet respectful. That requires a balanced approach, not too aggressive on one hand, on the other hand, not too wimpy and weak and ineffective for real world practice with real women in real situations. Something that is balanced just right is what is called for. The approach I used in the book to illustrate, to demonstrate what I mean by high quality and respectful boldness was to provide 90 conversation examples split in part two. There's 50 in part two where we talk about in-person approaches and 40 in part three where we cover online, the online dating world. Those are all based on real world events. Now, they aren't all verbatim accounts and no real names are were used, but those examples all give you contemporary, real world, battlefield tested, ready to use examples of how a particular approach might work or play out. The world is full of examples of telling you what not to do as a man pertaining to women. It is very complicated. There's a lot of don't do this and don't do that to it. But there is also a severe lack of examples of what you can do to be effective at meeting the right girl and finding happiness and not being lonely without leaving a trail of damage and problems behind you in the dating process. It's tough out there. Bold yet respectful. Something as simple as the way you say hello or announce your presence to a lady can be either bold yet respectful like we're talking about, playful yet impeccably well-behaved like we're talking about, or it cannot. You could say, hi, hello, hey, pretty, how are you? Uh, and that's that shows you're fun, got a smile on your face, or you can say it like a piece of shit who's creepy. Like, hey, baby, hey, bring those tits over there. Hey, sugar tits. Something that's obviously horrible like that. And much of that is based on your tonality and your body language. Sure, which you're, the words you're actually saying matter too. And we've got plenty of great examples in the book to cover you for in-person situations and online. But you got to be aware that your tonality, how you say things and your body language, how you approach her and what your body language is saying, you know, being non-threatening, you know, fun, but not threatening. All those things we go over in the book are essential. Another example, there are bold and respectful ways to briefly compliment a woman on something like her appearance or something she's wearing or something like that in a way that she'll like. You'll compliment her, then quickly switch to another topic like we talk about in the book. Quickly switch to another topic to make her feel more comfortable after that you know, kind of heavy compliment has landed. Bold yet respectful. Playful yet impeccably well behaved. Again, your tonality and your body language matter. That's something we really go over in detail in the book. But to be honest, that's not something you could. Con- that's not something you can convey 
in printed form. It's something that you need to kind of hear and see examples of to really have that click and soak into your head. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't envy young men coming up in the world these days or guys who have a little older who may not have had a father or brother or friends to kind of guide them through this process or you know maybe an uncle or something like that who, who took them under their wing. It, it's tough then that's one of the main reasons why I wrote the book and I do these podcasts is to try to fill that role for guys who who know they're good and they want to do well but they don't quite know how and, and especially in a world that's getting more complicated to function in where there's been a lot of pushback on the me too front against just horrible behavior on behalf of guys towards women for countless years i don't know decades maybe hundreds of years and finally women are free to be able to speak up and find some room to be safe just basically safe even it's it's a really 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 terrible situation but maybe the pendulum swung a little bit too far and a lot of guys may feel that in addition to all the other issues you have around trying to present yourself well and and find somebody to be like a partner for you, like wife material, girl, girlfriend material, how do you do that in a kind of a me too world where just saying, telling a lady that she's pretty, if you do it in the wrong way, it, it, it is wrong if it makes her feel uncomfortable and unsafe. It's, it's not, but you still... My point is just there's still a way to strike a balance between being a man, expressing your interest in someone in a fun way, in a way that she'll like, and that going over the line to the point where she's uncomfortable or afraid or or you being just, just being too pushy. What I'm talking about may be a problem more so in the Western world, the the, the Me Too thing, but I know it's uh, something that I read about all over the world. Uh, and please don't get me wrong here. I don't have anything against me too. I think that was a very, very good development, but I think it's led to kind of like mass confusion on the men's part, good men's part on how to behave correctly for, for bad guys who are doing horrible things. The correction and behavior is absolutely necessary. And then that's a very, very good thing. But for the good guys who never would have done anything wrong think it's made a lot of people a lot of guys by the millions around the world afraid because they don't know how to behave correctly to express interest in a woman in a fun way and connect as a human with her and so you can get to learn more about her and get on the path potentially to become girlfriend boyfriend or something better down the line Again, as the pendulum swung too far the other way over the past several years as uh, the Me Too movement and proper adjustments in cult, Western cultures around the world, well, cultures around the world have gone into place to go and give provide more protections and justice for women. I don't know. I, I kind of think the pendulum may have swung a little bit too far. You see, I'm struggling with my words here, but I want to make the point here because I think it's, I think it's very important. My point is there may be folks, men, who are so afraid that they're being inappropriate or creepy and they cannot meet someone because there is no quote-unquote right and acceptable way defined for them, or at least apparent. That is what I'm trying to address here. That's what we address in the book. That's what we address in the podcast. So I think this is worthwhile work and the book needs to exist and this podcast needs to exist and I'm going to keep after it until we get somewhere with this. You and I are working together. 
Now, I think I've found a formula that strikes more than just the right balance for dating and relationships. I think the approach that's spelled out in part one of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book is a good way to pattern and plan your overall approach to life, everything, in every way. And I think the entire book's approach and the principles spelled out inside deliver on the concept of bold yet respectful that we're talking about in this episode. Playful yet impeccably well-behaved. Reviewers and readers who cannot see tonality or body language, obviously in printed form, of the delivery of the many, many examples in the book, well, I did my best to describe the tonality and delivery in the book, but it isn't the same as hearing me demonstrate the examples live. For example, they can't see you smile, they cannot hear your tone of voice, um, so I, I've got to forgive them and they're entitled to their opinions. It is clear to me as the author that the few folks who got parts of the book wrong just skimmed the material and quickly fired off a review or comment. Again, everyone is entitled to their opinion. Most of the reviews have maximum star ratings, so the, the, the overall ratings are, are really high for the book. But in my mind, having the massive ego that I have, I expected everyone to read the book and fall in love and everything to be five stars. And I was not angry, but like disappointed to see that some people missed the point because those are the, the, the negative reviews are the ones I read probably the most closely, sorry to say, because I wanted to see what people said because I really want to go make the material as good as possible, the book and the podcast content, as good as possible for everybody. What's really saddens me is for for the some of the guys and ladies who just skimmed the book especially the guys there they missed out on like the beauty of the message in the book it's great to have human connections it's great to connect with people it's great to walk around striding the earth like a colossus with just brimming with confidence and exuding positive energy and having great positive interactions with people, dealing with people so wonderful. Whether you're an introverted person or extroverted or anywhere on that spectrum, I think there's a lot of value to be had there in, in just getting the most out of every day, enjoying your interactions with other people. You'll see if you're more bold in your life, that more opportunities open up, more excitement, more fun happens in every way. It's not just flirting with ladies and having great dates and finding great friends, but it's also at work. It's at business. It's with your friends. It's everything, man. And it just kind of saddens and disappoints me that some people just skim through the book and I didn't really get an opportunity to go and convey the real message or how to really enjoyed that beautiful part of life with those folks and i guess that's what this episode's about is me trying to if at least one even one of them like listens to this episode it's my apology for not getting the message across and my appeal to them to go give the material in the book another chance give it another read because you're you're, you're kind of missing out on a gift there so it's just hard to skim the content and pick up on everything you have to take your time and digest the material I wrote this book to be a classic and something that all of you would find of long-term value for your life. I spent over three years writing this thing. I believe the way to write such a classic is to write it a line or two at a time and 
when you do that, you end up with a book that is very densely packed with high quality content with no filler. So it's not the easiest thing in the world, and it's not the easiest thing in the world to read in a hurry because there's so much on every page. One of my goals in writing the book was to make sure that there was something life-changing or at least useful on every single page of the book. So it is hard to just skim the content and pick up on everything. You have to take your time and, and you know digest the material. The book was written a line at a time and should be consumed that way, a line at a time to get the maximum benefit. All right, bold yet respectful is the takeaway I want to leave all of you with here. That's all I have for this week. Let's get after it out there. Let's go.